Hey y'all, if you're interested in starting a podcast, listen up. Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy and then you can distribute it everywhere. That's what me and Jojo use. And it's all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. It lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating it today. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money with ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's free. It's free 99. So go ahead and get started. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Zyra. We're drinking Al Malta. Al Malta over here. Goya Malta all the time. I said that mad, yeah, mad like, weird. Oh, what? It sounded like you said Al Malta. I know. I'm like, what is that? For people who don't know, it's just a drink and it's called Malta Goya. There's another brand, but. Uh, it's just like are soda. You, are you the type of person who like cares about brands? Girl, you know I don't care. <laughs> Store, whatever is cheaper. Give me the cheapest yeah. option. Sometimes the cheaper, sometimes it's really not worth the cheap option though, because then you get beat on the taste. Sometimes it does make a difference. I will not lie. Uh, sometimes yeah, it does. Yeah, and I know, but like for the most part, I'd be going for the store brand. Yeah, I mean, the times are tough. Listen, it's a um. How is that? <laughs> what the? You know when like you you're like you have trauma from childhood when your yeah. parents didn't let you get shit. Yeah. And now you're older and you're like, I'm going to get whatever the fuck oh, I yeah, want. And my get parents never would let me get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get the expensive shit. Like, I work hard. I'm going to buy. Give me the dupe. <laughs> I'm a dupe, dupe girl. Even my. Hold on. Let me show you. I got this Stanley cup, but it's not really a Stanley cup. It's a Stanley dupe. Everybody got this I'm shit. I'm not paying. Is what, $50? No, nah, I'm not paying. I'm not nah, paying that much money for a fucking cup. Listen, it, one thing about me. I'm going to spend the big bucks on food and a good time. But when it comes to, like, material shit, nah. Nah. You I'm can glad, miss me. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for the cheat. Like, or just nothing at all. Yeah. But she's, like, a super-duper big-headed gadget person. Like, Oh, I thought she, you was going to say something else. No, no, no. She's, like, OD, like, about gadgets. She kind of reminds me of my mom when you do that. Like, she be on Amazon buying all types of shit. Like, look, I'm, I bought this, this, and this, and this is what I'm going to utilize it for. And I'm like, okay, go ahead. You don't need it, but go ahead. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> you will find a need for it. I need it. You will find it. But I almost um had a heart attack. Real quick, I wanted to share this with you because I don't think I told you either. I almost had a heart attack last week when I was editing last week's episode. Um, because when we had started the episode... We had like technical difficulties somewhere. Something stopped. Oh, the camera was tripping and the camera stopped in the middle of our intro. And we were like, it was a bomb ass intro, whatever. So we're like, what the fuck? So I stopped recording and we like kind of redid the intro. Um, and I had a heart attack because I thought I didn't say ooh at the end of like. Really? Yeah. I was like, <gasps> did you say it this time? Yeah, I just yeah, I just okay. said. Now at this point, I think it's just is is a habit. Like I didn't like it just comes out at yeah. this point. It's muscle memory to the tongue. Mm-hmm. Um, but that day I I was tripping because I was like, oh no, oh no, I'm gonna have to use a piece of the last clip that we weren't using because it got fucked up. Because I there's no way that I didn't say ooh. Oh my lordy. Yeah. 
It's but you stress. did. But I did. But I did. <laughs> but I was stressing. Whatever. Uh, Sometimes it does girl. that to me. Yeah. But what's the juice? So this weekend, <clears throat> we went to my cousin's quinceañera. She turned 15, and we had this big party, because as y'all know, for Hispanic people, quinceañera is like a big deal. Like, we was dressed up, like, we was going to a red carpet, long dresses, like, me and my family were matching, not intentionally, but it was like... Yeah, that shit was, I was like, hold up. So there was a dress code, like there was a color coordination or something. Because I think it just ma- like magically happened. Like me and you wore green, my mom wore green, mm-hmm. my sister wore black, and we kind of wore black too. Yeah. And then my other sister wore burgundy, so we were matching. And my my dad and my brother were wearing black, all of that. So it was fun. Um, there's so many things that comes with like a quinceañera. Like there's a lot of little things in the party. That I was asking Jojo, like, oh, like, did you do this or have you done that? I never had a quinceañera. I didn't want one. All I did was take pictures and we did go on vacation instead. Um, I just wasn't like a big party person. And I didn't want to do the dances and all of that, even though I've had to do dances for like cousins. But yeah, it was fun. What did you think of it? I had a wonderful time. First of all, I had a sweet 16. I didn't have a quinceañera because to my mom, it was like... Oh like, my you're Lord. Americanized. We're not NPR. Like, we're not doing that. And I was like, hella tight about it. I really wanted a quince and whatever. I ended up, had to wait a year. We did it as a sweet 16. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it was that traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah. So I feel like a sweet 16 is different. Yeah. Yeah and no. Yeah and no. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean,. I think for the most part, I kind of wanted to keep it the same. I think a part of me wanted it traditional and a part of me didn't want it traditional also because I think that I wasn't that heavily in tune with like my, the feminine version of me. Like mm-hmm. not that, I mean, I just think in that time, quinces were seen as like that really, like that era of growing into like womanhood and what womanhood was in that time for me growing up was just like, embracing such femininity that i didn't have Mm -hmm. um or like that i wasn't open with yet so i wanted to kind of keep things like relaxed and comfortable for me i did wear a dress and all that shit um but i don't know that i did all the traditional things down to the like the t but all in all it was nice seeing it at her cousin's um party um everybody was like crying and shit it oh, was it's kind of funny though because babies. you know when you throw a party at least like in a spanish family when you throw a party it's everybody's party it's not just like a it's your party and i'm just gonna show up it's everybody's party now everybody has a responsibility in this in in this party like yeah and, has, it could, and it could get so annoying yeah like somebody's in oh, charge of something God. like you're not just it's not just the party throwers like job um so i was seeing that and i was like wow that's crazy like yeah we was given attitude yeah it's like everybody's <laughs> on edge at this point everybody can't wait till this party's over but all in all it turned out really well um we had bomb ass pictures the location of where it was was nice it was by the water you know we missed the professional pictures though yeah i'm sure i feel bad because like when it comes to having to put out money it's just like damn yeah well that's their fault but I- <laughs> I just showed up like I'm I'm going where y'all going. So it was kind of nice to not be like in that sense of like, 
uh pressure you're just a guest yeah i'm like i'm just going where y'all going yeah um, but you met a lot of people like a lot of my family that you haven't met before yeah and i feel like i'm always talking to her about them so mm-hmm. it was nice for you to finally meet them yeah and i feel like i could i could have had exaggerated certain characteristics of them but i feel like once the liquor hit then you saw what i was talking mm-hmm. about right um <laughs> what's the liquor hit oh my god yeah they they're big partiers and i uh, love that yeah i fit right in for sure um i feel like the whole quinceanera party thing that could be like a whole podcast of its own but i have heard that like there's like a ne- some people see it in a negative light like quinceaneras they mm-hmm. see it as like why like why are they like selling their daughter like it's like there's like some history behind it and i may be making this up but like some people just don't like the idea of it like all the things that you have to do in it with the dress because mm-hmm. you look like you're about to get married mm-hmm literally like some people wear white dresses my cousin had like a blue dress but like it's giving you're about to get married and you're Mm -hmm. a little 15 year old girl but that's besides the point um if you guys follow us on instagram i wore a dress and georgia wore a suit Mm -hmm. how did you feel wearing a suit because the last time that we got really dressed up like that i wore a suit and you wore a dress oh shit i forgot about that yeah wow (laughs) (laughs) it's the switch up for me Mm -hmm. um Okay, so believe it or not, that's my first time wearing an all-out, full-blown suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I've dressed formally before where I've, like, maybe had on some dress pants and, like, uh, like maybe a button-up or, like, a half-zip. Um, but I've never worn a full-blown tailored suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was excited and nervous at the same time. Um, wearing that suit because I know I was going to look fly or whatever but I don't know I think um, a part of me still kind of just sometimes wonder what people think when they see me Um, they think you look fly yeah I mean yeah I know that but sometimes (laughs) you know it's it it can be a hit or miss because you're like yeah I know I look fly and people are going to be like damn for the most part I've been very like lucky enough to have people you know be kind to me and mm-hmm. you know um show me respect and stuff mm-hmm. but sometimes i feel like you know there's a little hate in the back you mm-hmm. know or you know some shit talking and i feel like as a female when i present more masculine the thought of like you know what men think about me only bothers me in the sense of like them being haters i don't mm-hmm. know how else to put it but um that's why I, I think that's also like that associates why i don't like the word dyke because like oh, you have some men who just throw shade at women who are masculine presenting you could be gay without having to look like a guy and try mm-hmm. to make that association of my masculine presentation to me wanting to be a guy and that's not it at all mm-hmm. um so i was telling her that that day um, I felt good. I was, but I was a little nervous at first. Um, one, because I'm meeting a whole bunch of people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Two, like, I'm your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So it was like, holy shit. That's, <laughs> I mean, everybody pretty much knows about me. Yeah. And, you know, but like, 
this your first time bringing a girl around and it's just yeah, like to a wow big, the pressure to is. a big family party yeah so i'm just like well there was a lot was, of things it was family there from dr yeah it was a lot of things <laughs> um it wasn't like a just like regular family party where i could just show up and like i don't know it was very formal and i was just like oof but whatever so i was telling her i was like it's funny because some of the uh, male fam- family members that she had that I met and you know was introduced to they 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 like had to like handshake me or like dab me up type shit uh-huh. and it was weird for me like I'm if I don't for me if I don't really really know you um and I want to keep that distance I'll handshake you that's no problem but you know, at least in the Spanish, like, mm-hmm. like as setting, yeah, we the greeting is different. Like, obviously, hug and a kiss, whatever. But I don't know. I just noticed that some of the guys acted a little bit more, um, like they just gave me the "what's up" handshake, da da da, and I was like, I don't, I don't like that. Like, they swear she's one of the guys. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> so at first, I was like, damn, like that's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> I'm still a girl, like. <laughs> You know, treat me like a girl. <laughs> um, so I told her, I was like, that was a little weird. But after that, it was just like, all right, it's cool. Like, I was giving people hugs. I gave people hugs when I left. I was like, I'm going to hug you because, you know, we family at this point. But, like, mm-hmm. so don't ever dab me up again in your life. <laughs> um, don't give me a handshake. Like, I am not. I mean, but I also, not that I took offense to it. I understood it because I feel like men usually don't know how to handle masculine presenting women because they're like, I don't know if it, I'll offend her if I give her a hug. Like, is she comfortable with that? Or does uh-huh. she want me to handshake mm-hmm. her, you know? Yeah. I feel like they go through the safe route depending yeah. on how you, you know, how you dress. Right. Because if a guy, if one of my fan members coming up to me with the handshake thing, is just, I'll look at the hand because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what you want I me to do with that? I don't do that. <laughs> So, I don't know. I didn't, like, again, it wasn't, like, an offense. I understood it. Like, I was, like, they're just trying to play it safe because they don't really know me and they don't know, like, what I'm comfortable with. Mm -hmm. So, I understand it. But at the same time, like, I'm quick to be, like, I'm going to hug you because that's what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, not saying I'm I'm a hugger for everybody, but, you know, I I don't have a problem. Like, if I fuck with you, like, I'm going to hug you. Yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't got no problem sharing my space a little bit. Yeah. Um, But I do think that that's that's something that we do go through is like how people interact or are like how they approach us mm-hmm. uh, more masculine presenting women for sure um, but i you, think they just got to be around you a little bit more and then yeah. they'll see the feminine side yeah that's it yeah because like listen uh, we know i got a little <laughs> in me just because i look a certain way don't mean you know i don't know but that's also with the idea that masculinity is gender based, you know. People right. think that it just that it's it's a a male trait and mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. It like m- masculinity has no gender and we keep saying that just like femininity has no gender. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just what we're taught to believe, mm-hmm. you know, over the years and that's changing so much mm-hmm. dramatically and I love that. Yeah. It is. People are getting with the times. Mm-hmm. 
Even with um, I had sent her TikTok. Literally, when we were talking about it, I think yo, our phones be listening to us. Mm-hmm. Right after um, me and her were talking about that, I see a TikTok of some girl. I wish I knew her name, but she posted a video saying like basically saying like she's a masculine presenting individual and that when she sees another mask female they be trying to dab her up and she's like what the fuck i'm supposed to do with that like why do you, like what are we doing like i don't know how to dab just because i'm masculine presenting don't mean i'm out here dabbing people up and she's just like i'm so awkward and weird with it she's just like i mean i'm not a hugger either but i'm not finna dab you up like yeah. <laughs> but she said she would rather hug than, than yeah than do the dab than do the da- yeah she's just like what is this like we we are not the boys. Yeah. Like, leave that for the boys. And yeah. I started laughing because I literally was just talking to her about that. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's so funny. Because even as, as like, masculine presenting women, we do it to each other. We're like, what's up? Oh, and I and I actually experienced that with, with meeting other masculine oh, um, really? presenting women. Yeah. They'd, like, just be like, yo, what's up? And at first, I give them the what's up. But by the end of the night, bitch, you're going to hug me. Because, you know, if we just spent the whole night getting litty together, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Unless I ain't like you, but that's not. Yeah. You know. But I, yeah, I think we try to like, not we because I don't, I don't, you know, like to do that always. But I'm here for my distance. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't feel like that has to be like the the greeting every time, you know. Mm-hmm. But to each his own. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Right. So the other thing I want to talk about was that I had posted this video of my parents dancing with jojo and the caption said point of view you grew up thinking your strict hispanic parents will never accept you after coming out and now you see them on the dance floor with your girlfriend and it blew up a little bit on tiktok a little bit what first of all imagine coming out of work right banging out 16 hours and you're like let me go on tiktok and you see that crying (laughs) crying it's too early for me to be crying why are you being cute um but I thought it was the cutest thing ever. And actually, it got a little, it got some juice. Mm-hmm. It got some love. But how do you feel about that? How did you feel when you saw mm-hmm. that? I mean, I remember the moment. Yeah. I remember the moment her parents were dancing. And like, her mom be eyeing me. I love her mom. You know, <laughs> we're still working on the communication part. But I know that she loves me. And that's all that matters. But they were dancing. And I was like, ooh, let me get in here. And then we were just dancing. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, she really got in there. You I was really having too much there. fun there yeah, that yeah. night. <laughs> but yeah, I really got in there. I was like, I'm not scared. Like, that's it. I'm here. <laughs> I made it to the quince. I'm family. Yeah. I'm locked in. It's over. OMG. <laughs> I don't care. So I was like, mm, I'm going to get in here. And I did. And they were mad cute. Yeah, it was a really like good memory that I was able to catch on camera. Mm-hmm. And... When I really posted that, like, I really got emotional. Like, my eyes were watering. Mm. I don't know if it was because of the sound. I don't know. Probably just a mixture of everything. Um, But it was sad because, like, when I go to the comments, a lot of comments, right? But, like, some of the top comments were, like, like, I wish this was the case for me. Or, like, maybe one day. Or, like, I hope this is the outcome. Somebody was, like, how long did it take? So, it's it's just sad because I feel like, huh? A lot of people don't have that. Yeah, it's sad because I feel like <clears throat> we're on gay TikTok, so I feel like we see this normally and we're around a lot of gay people and, like, their families are cool with them. Like, we don't see the bad side of it, not so, not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of family members that don't fuck with that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
that's a that's a like scary thing again i feel like i've mentioned this before i think that we've been very lucky um which i'm very grateful for to have parents that even when they feel like they can't accept it that they can respect it mm-hmm. and and i don't want to say tolerate it but you know they respect the fact that your life is your life mm-hmm. and they're not here to beat the the book on you you know mm-hmm. they answer for themselves we answer for ourselves and that's it mm-hmm. um so i can say that we're lucky to have parents like that but at the same time it it i've seen people who don't have that um and it sucks and it it's sad but again like you just kind of learn to go on without having that support and and building that support elsewhere um so i think that that's where we need to like be here for each other you know for, you know if you have a, a gay friend queer friend um you know anybody within the community whether you're an ally or not you know we got to be there for each other so a lot again a lot of people don't have that support so if you see somebody who don't got that you know Lend that hand. Mm-hmm. Be that support. Yeah. Let's get into today's topic. So I wanted to talk about lesbian slang and like lesbian terminology. We've done an episode or two like this, but I was telling her like we have to be with the times because every year or like every every few months, they're just like new words mm-hmm. and we just want to talk about it. And just be with the times. So. Yeah, I kind of can't keep up with the new words. No, no. We got to keep up with Gen Z. Uh, and and another thing is, like, we're kind of just like the pronouns. Um, I think that they're still. I don't want to say new. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's been a, a thing for a little while now. And people are, like, understanding it and getting into it. Um, but we're still not perfect at it. And when somebody oh, said yeah. something about the Sam Smith thing. Yeah, I honestly didn't know that Sam Smith went went by they, them. Yeah. We don't know everybody's <clears throat> pronouns. When we talk about certain people, I get it. You know, sometimes you got to just take the time and educate yourself a little bit more. But also, he's a fucking... They're famous as fuck, so we don't know. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's still a work in progress for us. Yeah, but these things should be easy. And I feel like... More than half of the people listening to this probably already know this shit. Yeah. All right. So have you heard of the lesbian slang? Do you listen to Girl in Red? See, but like, <laughs> but. <laughs> but have you heard of it? No. You've never heard of Do You Listen to Girl in Red? No. That means. No, because why does that mean anything? <laughs> Babe. Gen Z and TikTok, they come up with this shit. I don't know. Like, nobody just want to be like, yo, you like girls? No, yeah. So, basically, it's it's a reference to, like, a popular lesbian singer. Um, (laughs) And, basically, it's asking you if you're gay, if you're a lesbian. So, if if somebody was to ask you, do you listen to Girl in Red, and you say yes, then you're saying that you're a lesbian. Mm. Even though, if someone were to ask me that, and I didn't know about this, I'd be like, who the hell is that? Mm-hmm. Never don't don't know her. That's not even. I maybe know one song. But is that is is that a song or is that what who the artist is called? The artist is called Girl in Red. Oh. 
do you listen to Girl on Red? Ask me if I listen to Jesse Reyes. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, duh, I love her. That's my baby. And then you know I'm gay. <laughs> or like, maybe do you listen to Kehlani? I don't know. I feel like that would be a better reference. But I do, I do know a lot of straight people who listen to her, obviously. Yeah. What is it? I'm trying to think of another like female gay artist that we have. Haley. I don't forget her last name, but she's been kind of not around. You listen to Baby Miko? Yeah. Because you know, she the come up right now. Uh-huh, she really is. I actually fuck with her. She I right. fuck with her too. But she's one of those people, even straight people listen to her. Yeah. But whatever. Moving on. We all know about like the pillow princess. We've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Basically, you if you are called a pillow princess, that means that you like to receive. However, that is a sexual reference. Yeah, like receiving bad preference. However, I do want to say that sometimes this could be like a insult. Why is it an insult? Sometimes, like I feel like sometimes pe- people, if that's your preference and that's what you like in bed, then that's your preference. Mm-hmm. But some people don't want to always be the one giving. They want someone who gives as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're saying, like, in terms of the person that they're dealing with? Yeah. If you're with someone who's a pillow princess. Yeah. You know, okay. What's the other... Someone also said pillow queen. I've never heard of that one. Uh-huh. The I same guess thing. Right. It's just, bitch, I'm not a princess. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, versus, right? Yeah. A verse? See, that's like to a me, switch. that's a switch. Yeah. So, like, I've always heard of, like, oh, like, I'm a switch or, like... I guess like both, mm-hmm. you know, top and like usually you're like you're a top or your bottom, top and bottom or a switch. But I oh girl, feel there's like, there's like so many things. So I'm gonna include a link in the description. I didn't go over all of them, but they have like power bottom or power top, some shit like that. Oh, it but gets that's into the that's many. like what the game now they square root in nah, fucking <laughs> fucking labels. Like I can't when when it's not enough to be top and bottom, you got to get into oh, power. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, the nitty gritty. Oh shit. Yeah, but girl. yeah, versus I didn't know that that was a thing until um, maybe within the last year or so, and I'm like, what? Okay, it's because some gay men use these terms obviously way more than. Mm-hmm. us so all right another one alphabet mafia that's actually hard that's hard yeah if someone were to ask you are you part of the alphabet mafia you part of the mafia yes <laughs> <laughs> for people that don't get it you know how it's like lgbtqia and abcdfgh like it's just like basically making fun of the fact that we kind of use, we're using like all the letters of the alphabet yeah. and yeah, it just talks about, like, the acronym of, like, LGBTQ. I'm part of the lesbian. How do you be saying it? What? That. The, oh, when they spell it with the bean. Yeah, there's, like, lesbian. Les Dalabine. I'm part of the Les Dalabine. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled L-E-S-B-E-A-N. Uh-huh. And I think that started because, like, sometimes when you write, like, lesbian, things could get censored for whatever reason. Like, what's going on here? Um, so people had to, like, be creative. So you they started... Can't. They started say, writing it funny. You just can't say nothing legit and then wonder why I talk in so much slang. Ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Another one that we've talked about before, but stud and stem. These are obvious, but stud and stem are only for 
black women. But some people say that it's for POC. I don't know and I don't make the rules and I'm not about to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> but just so everybody knows. Um, all right, so Dapper doppelbanger doppelbanger or doppelganger hold up doppelbanger what is doppelbanger i've never heard of that d-o-p-p-l-e-b-a-n-g-e-r heard of doppelganger no no doppelbanger but, but banger what is the what is the bang in all right now you now you're questioning me and now i gotta go look this up but i'm pretty sure <laughs> all right it's for someone who is dating an, another person who looks very similar like similar to them yeah like are you sisters or are you cousins we actually get asked that often. i don't know why like, like people are oh, so are you silly guys related like <laughs> i know i'm fine but like come on i'm not dating somebody who look like me I, I don't know what it is i mean would you though would you date someone who look like you I mean, if you find, uh, yeah, what's I the do, drama? I can say that I guess I maybe sometimes find attraction in people who kind of resemble me or like give some mm-hmm. some type of, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it, but I have been told that that you date people that look like you. Yeah, people, you got black hair, and people are like, yeah, yeah, look alike. Literally, come you on, got now. bushy eyebrows, y'all twins, right? But now, now I really have to see if it's doppelganger because now you're making me question my <laughs> notes. I just really never heard of doppelbanger. Yes, that that's literally like what crazy. it is. It's, it's correct. Doppelbanger. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because you, it's saying that you're essentially you fucking somebody who looked like you or resembles you. Where I mean, actual doppelganger just means someone who looks like you. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm, interesting. All right, and then the last one that I wanted to talk about, have you heard of the term sapphic? All right, y'all, summer is coming to an end, so we have to end it with a bang. Make the best of the remaining long summer evenings by indulging in mind-boggling pleasure with Beducated. Get access to over 100 courses on everything from toe-curling oral sex techniques to erotic massaging tricks that cover every inch of the body. Kick off your journey to sexual happiness today with 50% off a yearly subscription locked in for life. And what are the benefits? You can master new techniques, you can reignite the spark, and you can enjoy sex more. Some videos that we want to highlight are Cunnilingus, Banishing Bedroom Boredom, and Roadmap to Intimacy. And remember, you get 50% off the yearly pass with our coupon code LESCHAT, that's L-E-S-C-H-A-T. You have one day free trial and you have a 14 day money back guarantee. Use the link in the description to sign up today. Have I heard of the word sapphic? No. No? No. All right. The definition of sapphic is women and non-binary people who are attracted to women. They may or may not be attracted to other genders as well and may identify as a lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, queer, etc. The term refers to Sappho, a 7th century poet who wrote about her attraction to women. Sapphic can also be used as an adjective. So that outfit is really sapphic. So pretty much the simple definition of it is someone like a person who's attracted to women. And that's it. Lost me. Why why did why did I lose you? Because once I heard sapphic. So like the difference me. between sapphic and lesbians is that lesbians it's like you're two women. So it's like two women 
together. Mm-hmm. And sapphic, since it could be non-binary and all of that crazy stuff. Oh. So any person that's just attracted to women. Oh, it's based upon like non-binary. Yeah. More so. Okay. Uh-huh. okay but then people sense. also use it as like an adjective. I don't. I don't, don't hit me I with don't, adjectives and nouns. I don't, know, I don't know the fucking difference. N- no, I listen. <laughs> like, I'm going to be real with her. No, I got no, a high like school I diploma, said. but I don't. I never caught on to that shit. Just pass no, me. No, no, but my example, like that outfit looks really sapphic, but oh, I don't okay. know how to use it. Like, I honestly, I'm not a teacher, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to give you like a better example of what sapphic people would wear. But whatever. Now we all know what it means, right? It's very sapphic, but that's saying like, yo, that's mad emo. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's just what I hear when you say it. <laughs> right, because right, right. Because people say that shit. They be like, yo, bro. Like, I know, I know. And I'm just like, all right. But like to be like, that's mad sapphic. Like, does that mean dope? Or like, what is sapphic I see, look see, like someone then? tells me that, but like, I look lesbian. That's it. That's what you're telling me. I don't know. That's the, I think that's the other thing that makes it hard to grasp with certain terminology um, is like it's used for so many things and it's it's like used in so many ways. So it's hard to really like know that this is specified to something. Right. Because it's never just one thing. It's always a million other things. I think we make the English vocabulary and language is more difficult more than difficult, what it has to be. Yeah. But like I said, every year there's new slang and new terms. Trying to keep up. And like there's just new way of saying things. For example, we keep calling things her. I was doing my makeup the other day. I'm going to use this as an example. And she was like, oh my God, like I love her. And it was like a fucking highlight. (laughs) Like a a highlight for me to use on my face. Or like if somebody, oh, I love love her. You talking about my cup? Like what are you talking about right now? Because everyone uses her as like a thing mm-hmm. you know like instead of just a, it like yeah, yeah personify yeah. the object yeah like it's not a fucking person it's not a her but if you want it to be but i love doing that too though oh but like <laughs> <laughs> i was just about to ask because i'm just like when you when you have like objects and things and uh-huh. you do you're like oh is it usually like a, a her or is it like a him it's always a her mines are always hymns really <laughs> yeah the so <laughs> what? except for my car my car is a her and that's a bad bitch okay but um the the bear that you had got me mm-hmm. this like squishy pillow for valentine's day was it yeah she got me like this pillow for valentine's day and it's the cushiest thing ever anyway um when i get like things like that they're usually hymns they're my I will, little snuggle oh yeah i would call i would call that uh a hymn so yeah for sure is it because he's bald? It's just hmm. a teddy bear, and I, and I just associate that with, like, men. Well, I mean, if I associate things with, like, making it a him, mm-hmm. it's usually because it's my gay him. Oh. Every lesbian needs a gay bestie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. I love me, my gay men. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that if you were a man, you'd be gay still? Or, like, bisexual, whatever? You know something? I feel like I would because I see this often where people who um, transition Mm -hmm. are then attracted to what they present or what they transition to, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, like, 
if they're they now attracted to the gender that they are yeah i'm like what happened I mean, I never asked <laughs> them that. Happened. I never asked them that, but <laughs> no, I've seen that a lot too, and I'm just like, good for you. Like, What's going on here? Like, I'm so confused. You. Yeah, I think people who don't understand it, and they're like, why you transition to be this way, and then you're dating. But it's no, just like, like I'm not asking why. I just want to know, like, scientifically, the drugs that are you you are on is that is that the reason why? Because mm-hmm. they're on drugs to so like you know deep voice, facial hair. So I do think that the drugs have something to do with it. You know, if someone's listening to this and they're transitioning, like, we love to have you on the podcast. There's so many questions, respectably, though, obviously, that um, that we have for you like this. Like right now, we're talking about like what scientifically makes you more attracted to the gender that you transition to. There are more, but we're not going to go over the full list. But I am going to include <laughs> the link on the description if you want to be up to date and with the times. Um, but yeah, let's get into the family meeting. Oof, I forgot about that. Girl, people love that. All right. Question number one. Is it strange that my current girlfriend is currently living with a friend that she had previously dated but didn't turn serious for three months? Is calling my girlfriend babe in text an overstep or is it friendly? They also regularly voice they are best friends that have just fucked. We also went to a party recently and the host of the party was a very recent ex-fuck buddy that was sprung on me. (laughs) So I'm feeling a, a bit uncomfortable but she reassured me that everyone else is platonic and I do trust her but also kind of feel stupid. Any advice would be amazing. Thank you again for your podcast. This is like such a lesbian thing, honestly. The whole calling your girlfriend babe in text message, though, that's a little interesting. I'm confused about we also went to a party recently and the host of the party was a very recent ex fuck, fuck buddy that was sprung on me. Right. So you guys are so just you guys around, are both just putting yourself you, in this. Um, they're both just around energy. everyone that they fucked. Oh, Lord. Yeah. That's like such a lesbian thing. Like that sounds like I mean, but like then I feel like where did you meet? Because if you met in that, then it's just like, all right. Hmm. I mean, I think the living with your friend who you had sex with is a little strange. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a little complicated in the thought of like, all right, well then, how recent has it been since you guys fucked? Are you guys still fucking? I'm not saying that people can't just. If it was just for fun, it was just for fun. People can stop. And, you know, if you're with somebody that you actually want to be with, obviously they're not going to keep fucking them. But I also think, like, I don't know. The living situation is complicated because I feel like if you really like someone and you're with someone that might make your person feel uncomfortable, you're going to get yourself out of that situation. But, again, that's hard because not everyone has somewhere else to go to. Um but yeah, all you gotta do is trust her. I mean, if she gives you a reason not to, um, then you got your reason. But I think that you just have to be open in terms of like the communication of like it kind of makes me feel uncomfortable, and I do trust you. Like, here's my thing: you can have trust for someone and still kind of feel uncomfortable with something. Just because I trust you doesn't mean I feel like a whole hundred about it you know yeah like it can still make you feel weird and i feel like usually when your partner feels some type of uncomfortability or like 
you know, confusion. I think that's when you have to just play your part and give them that sense of security. Mm -hmm. Listen, I understand it's not an ideal situation for you and you may feel uncomfortable, but I do want you to know that nothing has happened. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's been happening. Um, And if there's any way that I can continue to make you feel comfortable about the idea of me living with this person, tell me like, right. You know, most times all we want is just reassurance and for you to like kind of show that you do care Mm-hmm. what i feel take my thoughts into consideration that's all mm-hmm. but it shouldn't have to be a blow-up either like oh well you know i told you i didn't like it and yet here we are still doing it like we gotta be for real y'all yeah we have to be a little bit understanding of each other but that was good advice thank you mm-hmm. next next one Fourteen years together, married three years. My wife left in February. She said that she loved me, but wasn't in love with me. That's always a fear of mine. (laughs) Um, After three weeks of leaving, she told me that she was seeing someone else. Are you okay? You're taking this so personal. No, because... I can't. Um, let me regroup. I cut all ties with her, and in April, she messaged me. This is where my roller coaster began. We started talking, video calling, sexting, etc., all while she was living with this person. Incredible. I can't. Incredible. This just like this just like keeps spiraling as I continue reading. I'm going to get to the end. Don't worry. Um, Two weeks into talking, she breaks up with this woman. I stupidly thought we could fix our marriage. Now she tells me. Oh, wait. Now she keeps telling me that she doesn't want a relationship, that she needs to work on herself, and that she is confused. I feel that I am fighting this battle alone and holding on to something that is not there anymore. (laughs) 14 years together, and this is what they do to you? (laughs) I get that people be like, oh, you know. We associate a lot of time spent with somebody as like, how do you say that? Like Like the length of time is like really important. Yeah, yeah. Like it it, it has a value. Like our our value is based off of that length of time. Right. Sometimes Um, it's not the case. Right. But I think all in all... If there's anything that we need to have, if I've been with you for the last 14 years, it's fucking respect. Yeah. And I can't, like, okay, we're not, you're not in love with me. We just, it's, this is not something you see moving forward. This is not a future you want to continue building. You're entitled to that. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. But show some fucking respect. And what I mean when I say that is, like, a lot of people throw like shade my my point is if you did it the world would be at fucking end the world mm-hmm. would be at war you mm-hmm. would be the the fucking scum of the earth to this person but i don't understand why people don't see it on the flip-flop you know yeah. like if if i put you in these in this predicament you would hate me mm-hmm. so why is it hard for like 
Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't get it. People just don't show the, the same respect. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's a little fucked up. You could have waited a lot longer. She's just stringing her along. Like, she left. Then she was, she moved in with somebody. Then you guys were talking, video calling, sexting. Then she breaks up with this other person, but then she still doesn't want to be with you. She's she don't playing, know what she wants. She's and fucking And you old as hell. Like, I, I, like 14 years, gotta be old. So I'm just like, you don't know what you want. Like, oh my that's goodness. Your te- you and your teenage era or what? Or what? Like, a midlife crisis or what? I just feel like she's playing to both sides. It was like she got away. She got something new. She's over what was new because she realized maybe it just wasn't it. Yeah. And now she's just pulling the string. It's, it gives me one of those things where people where people drag people along because they don't want to be alone. Right. And it's like, let me go back to something or, or the person that I know. Like, let me go back to something familiar mm-hmm. because that's what's going to hold the space for me until I can find something new or what it is that I want. Yeah. And I hate that. I absolutely hate that. I'm very big on respect. And I'm not saying like, oh, you never have to be with somebody. But for me, if we were to part, yeah, I know you're going to eventually go and and get with someone else. And I'm going to eventually take course with someone else. But I'm also going to give it time. I get it. Everybody has their own healing time. But I think someone who gets with someone right after their fucking that relationship. Should, that should happen all who, the time. It's like, someone who has fucking issues yeah, and is running away literally, from their issues. Literally. I have met so many people that jump from relationship to relationship. That don't heal. No. You and don't they just heal. You don't. Dragging the same old shit to the new relationship yeah. all the time. And then wonder why it's not working out. Because you That's don't know what you flag. want. That's a red flag. For anyone listening, like if you dating someone recently and they just broke up with their other person recently, no. It's just a lot. It's just drama. Yeah. Like please seek help. Yeah. But all in all, I think like you she's playing, you know, the game and just giving you hope and it's just not worth it. Right. Like fuck that. It's not hope. It's bullshit. It's dragging you down. Right. And as much as it hurts, and I'm sure you don't want to because this wasn't your choice to, to part ways, um, you need to hold your distance um, from okay. that person. Right. And start the divorce process. <laughs> Listen, whatever you want to do, just get, you know, take your time, take your space, and get your own clarity. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Do those mother goose. <laughs>